Spectre Creative Studio. Everybody is enjoying themselves to their fullest extent. It's a wonderful sight seeing people genuinely enjoying themselves. There's no false pretense about this whatsoever. Then let's just talk, let's just say read love. Perfect. Hello, and welcome to What's Cool. I'm your host, Sam Brywell, and it must be six o'clock because on today's show, we have a very special guest, artist and singer, Breed Love. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's six o'clock somewhere. It's not six thirty yet, is it? No, it's not. And it's very rarely actually six o'clock at my house. I know. <laughs> Except for five minutes before bed every night, but I'm the only one. Social distance, though. That's like at least yeah, a little social bit. Social distance for myself. Yeah. I wear, a mask. I wear a mask to protect myself from me. Ain't that the truth? Um, <laughs> feel that. So I want to like, before I get into like the questions and have you introduce yourself formally, I kind of want to set up the like friendship journey or like the journey to meeting as this has happened. So, okay. Picture awesome. it. It's 2014, New York City. I'm somewhere in the middle of like Bed-Stuy at a $30 a night Airbnb. Fabulous. Fabulous. So, right. It was really cheap. So for my 19th birthday, I decided that I was going to go to New York because like it's New York. I'm from like small town Augusta, Georgia, like real, well, it's not like country, but it might as well be. So my friend Kay, it was her birthday too. And she's a little bit older than me. I know from high school and she goes to like all of the events, like all the concerts. So she went to Art Rave NYC with me and I was like, okay, cool. But she was in the like the little monster area and I was definitely up in the nosebleeds. But I was like, it's fine. I'm here to like party and whatever. So for the show, I got these like Jeffrey Campbell studded like platform boots. Um, and I made these like tie-dye jean shorts with like studs on them and a shirt that said New York loves me. Oh, I was yeah. feeling the vibe. But I made this headband that was like, it was like a whole headpiece and it was made out of like iron hangers. But uh -huh. it was like at antlers and I wrapped it up in like wig hair. So, I mean, head to toe, like six foot eight easily. Wow. So <laughs> we go to the show and then afterwards she's like, hey, there's this like after party and you want to go? Like, I think we can get in. Darian Darling posted it on Instagram and she said just to use her name. And I was like, okay, cool. Perfect. So we get in and I have like a fake ID and it works perfectly. The guy, like we have to go to the elevator, go on the elevator. So I'm like scratched down. We're all in there, open the door. And it's like a freaking movie. Like there's like mirrored lights and like, it's just bright and there's a bunch of people. But then I immediately noticed that there's like not a lot of people dressed up like we were. Cause like Kay and her other friend were also dressed up because of like art rave, right? right. So, so I turned the corner, who do I see? Breedlove NYC fucking jamming out on a couch and Jocelyn holding up a handheld like light. And I was like, this is, this is my moment. Like I just felt, it was like cataclysmic. I was singing when you walked in. Yeah, it was like a fucking movie. Wow, that's a miracle. It was so cool. And then we like had a, um, and then we like went outside, got our drinks, and then like Darian, Darian sat next to us. And I wasn't like in the whole social media game like I am kind of now. But right. my friend Kay has like always been on it, like really from like the forum days and stuff like that. So it's cool because she's really like aware of like who's like in the, you know, cool kid circle, if like I could say that. And so yeah. she's like, we had, so Darian and I are talking, had a whole conversation. And then <laughs> Kelly was like, do you know who that is? And I was like, no, she's like, that's fucking Darian. Like she's hosting the party. And I was like, that's hilarious. And then it was just fun. It was like a crazy night. I had never like experienced anything like that before. It was my first like alone trip to New York. So it was just definitely like a moment. And then fast forward to like 2020. And then I think you had posted on Instagram or something or like your Facebook page or something like I'm on Instagram, hit me up. And I was like, cool. So I followed you on Instagram. And then I reached out and that, here we are, like a pivotal moment comes full circle. What, like six years later, it was nuts. Wasn't that crazy? Yeah. I love that. And I, that is so, I, I remember that night so well. It was, it was um, weird because I, you know, like you said, I was on a couch, but I, <laughs> I, for those who weren't there, I was literally standing on a couch singing. It was a nice, you know, it was like a club, you know, bottle service, yeah, nice. leather couch kind of situation, okay. but it was still a very strange stage. <laughs> yeah. They don't usually have live performances there. 
Yeah, that's not the setup. Um, but it was really, yeah, that was a really, uh, really fun night. And what's funny about, you know, those after parties is um, a, a lot of times it's for people who don't actually even go to the show. Right. So just be like, you know, people who, who are active in nightlife or just looking for something, you know, to do, we'll, we'll see, oh, it's a Lady Gaga show after party and some of her friends are you know, going to be there. You right. know, we'll, we'll go to that. But then you'll end up having a bunch of like really conservatively dressed people there. Yes. Like <laughs> curious about what it, what it's going to be like, but then you end up in this situation and, and especially Lady Starlight has this happen. She's, oh, I'm sure. I've gone with her to do so many of these after parties that it's just like, you're, you're kind of responsible for, kind of bringing that bringing the whole entire vibe okay because everybody there generally is kind of conservative and 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 just there because they thought oh why not this isn't you know this is like yeah. usually it's like a free event or whatever yeah. so. but that's really cool that you were that you were there i remember your outfit now that you <laughs> describe that you looked amazing of course darian would want to talk to you because she was all she's always like she's got the eye yeah you know, she's like you're fabulous and i want to find out everything about you and i'm sure she's like hi so <laughs> fucking awesome i'm darian yeah <laughs> she's the best she's the best hostess ever oh my god amazing and it was the best party i follow her on instagram as well and like she's i think she's been redoing her room or just recently redid it oh, and it was so yeah. fucking fabulous she's got a, a whole apartment behind justin's house oh my god they they she lives in the in the pool house <laughs> That's fabulous. uh mansion and, and she is literally barbie I mean, she has yeah. a Barbie dream house by the pool and life is, life is good. I'm very, the kids are all right. Yeah. I'm it's very, amazing. Very happy. Well, yeah. and that kind of brings me to like a different point of like, I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm a pop culture aficionado. Like I love it. I think, and I like, I am now a part of that generation that like grew up with Gaga from like early teens. I think I was like 13 or 14 when the fame came out and like immediately hooked and had friends who were also interested in like my friend Kay, like I was talking about, she knew like how to connect the dots, who to talk to, like where to go essentially to be a part of like the grandeur, like the mythology that is Gaga, right? And like right. all of these people who are part of the story that are so connected. And I love that, like I think seeing that and not actually even now really having experienced that just because of like the community that I'm in is pretty selective about who they hang out with. And I think it's not, it's like, it's always been about the art and the love for me. So I want to work with everybody. And that's also sometimes like, I don't know, intimidating for some people. And so like, I feel like eventually when I'm in a different community, like I'd like to move to New York or something like that, you know, just like eventually um, just to see that like crowd. But my whole point was that like, I really love seeing the love of and collaboration, like the collaborative spirit and like wanting to use your like certain eye or like your specific point of view to create a, like, or a lot of people's point of view to create this like narrative that represents pop culture in the moment. It's Wonderful. so amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, and that was, you know, something that started um, as sort of a way to make each other laugh with references. Yeah. So it, it, it all kind of like, yeah, that's, that's what's so funny is that, and it's probably your friends too, right? Right. You're, you're like, I'm going to freak everyone out with this look tonight. This yes. is going to be, I, I, you know, this look based on, and it's like, who's going to get the reference and who's going to, so that was always the, um, the, the, the way we were. And, right. and so um, it was a very, uh, it was a very cool thing, but also bizarre because, um, you know, we were used to going, getting dressed up for each other, like literally just for each other. And, and maybe five people would be in the bar when we would do a show, right. like yeah. party. And, yeah. you know, for a while there was like a point when, uh, when Starlight and I, but really it was Starlight's party. It was called Lady Starlight's English Disco. And, um, you know, we were talking about it the other day, how it like peaked at one point and there were like, I don't know, a hundred people there that we didn't wow. know, but then it like, 
also declined yeah. before Gaga even became famous. So it, it there were, you know, I mean, it, it was never, no, nobody was ever interested in what we were doing. Like, right. maybe there would be accidentally a couple people that were interested for a minute, but you know, then it, it, things would move on. And so right. when she released the fame and people started paying attention to, to, um, especially obviously her. And then, yeah. you know, we would get this kind of runoff attention of people like looking at what we were doing, looking at our pictures, looking at our outfits, mm -hmm. like talking about it, saying things. And, you know, for a while, Rihanna was like, suddenly looked like Colleen's or Lady Starlight's like yeah. all the time, like all this yeah. stuff was happening. And it was so bizarre because it just started as us, honestly, I mean, we wanted to look cool and fabulous, mm -hmm. but we wanted to make each other laugh. Right. You know, like how insane we could actually be in public and like what weird reference we could pull off that, yeah. that maybe had like nothing to do with who we are, but it was just like so unexpected and, and like niche and, yeah. you know, fabulous and interesting, funny, whatever but it was really just something we did for each other. So that's, that's really cool. I mean, and I think in the spirit of like that and how that, uh, this idea, like this dressing up or like, I don't even know what to call it. Cause it's, I, I'd say when I like to get dressed up, I'm doing in drag, but like, I'm not necessarily doing it, but in a way it is right. Yeah, absolutely. And I always felt like I was in drag, even when, um, you know, I, I was, um, doing sort of this like i don't i i don't know how to really describe it but i had the you know the the aviator glass the the really thick um rim tinted aviator glasses it was it was sort of a i don't know uh pervy wino <laughs> yeah vibe um and and it wasn't who i was but it was how i was introduced to a lot of people so they just mm. assumed that's who I was, but it was just, you know, I, I really wanted to look like Harry Nilsson and, um, you know, and Rupert Holmes and all of these singer songwriters of the late seventies and early eighties. And, um, you know, it was, it was a, it was a theatrical gesture. It wasn't right. like, but, but because that's how people were introduced to me, mm -hmm. there was this kind of, you know, what you see is, is what you, what you yeah, get from people, you know, it's just like, that's, that's who I was to, to a lot of people, even though, you know, in, in my head, I was like making this big, bold, you know, statement of, isn't it crazy that I look like this when this is no, has no relationship yeah. to who I actually am as a person. Definitely. That's something I learned that kind of, you can't expect people to go on that journey with you, right. you know? So yeah. when I did shave my head and I changed my look really dramatically for, for Art Rave in 2014 and people were yeah. upset, like legitimately felt like uh, betrayed by me wow. for, for, you know, being the king of the freaks and then doing this other, you know, which I will say, everybody looks like me at that time now. Yeah, I think like, I definitely want to get into that too, but I would agree. I watched your, there was like a video on YouTube and I watched your Art Rave Paris performance. And I noticed that like, cause I was watching music videos and then I watched that and I was like, whoa, such a huge transition. Oh, you sold out, you did that. I was like, no, I didn't. I was referencing, I was like on tour in Europe, referencing the, the chabs there. Yeah. I was very inspired. All of the, all of the, the urban, streetwear there is inspired by what we in america called so is called soccer but there it's called football right um everything is like football inspired so it was all of the you know it's just everything joggers and everything that people wear here now right. that was already happening there and i went and i was like oh this is the only thing that I, this is the only way i want to look right now right and now it's come here with the af1s the air force ones and you know mm -hmm. i mean it's like crazy um so i i was still uh inspired and still feeling like i was seeing something in the future that i wanted to bring and pull off right but because i had short hair and I, you know I, I was i was 
presenting something more uh, uh, traditionally uh, attractive, yeah. maybe, and 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 that was like shocking to people. And I also had looked much older than I was. And then when I shaved everything off and was just like myself, I was like, mm -hmm. well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, that age that you thought I was. Right. It takes a little bit of pressure off. I mean, seriously. I mean, yeah. I feel like as makers and as artists, like, especially people who are in the same kind of like the sphere that I would like to be in the sphere that you're in, like currently, we're responding to like what's happening and right. you're responding to what you're seeing. And right. I feel like, I mean, era, era changes and shifts are definitely, I think, relevant, especially as people who want to like, who want to speak on culture as it's happening. And I, you know, I feel like you see it all the time. I mean, even in like fashion changes so quickly now. Right. And it's like exactly what you were saying, like the joggers and like the sneaks, that's just normal, like oh, everyday wear. It's it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not fashion anymore. No, it's not. It was fashion. When I, I would have to go to like these special boutiques and, you mm -hmm. know, like uh, I would find stuff in, in like, Glasgow, there'd be a weird little cool boutique and I'd spend a lot of money for, you know, a sweatpant outfit. Right. Back then. But um, now it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's on clearance at, at H&M if H&M mm -hmm. even exists anymore. But um, yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that's great. I, I, I felt like I knew I, that I still had it in that moment. I was like, yeah. I think I'm doing something right. Like I'm inspired in the same way I was inspired when, you know, cause, cause before that I, um, I, there, I, the whole hipster thing yeah. happened and, uh, I just looked the way that I did. I didn't, there was no yeah. name for it. And then all of a sudden, um, within a couple months, the same picture of me ended up on, look at this fucking hipster. And I was like, what is a hipster? And why yeah. are they saying, look at fucking look at me or whatever. And yeah. then the, um, it was on the, the, um, fashion don'ts and I think glamour oh. magazine, um, where there was like a bar, they, whatever the, the thing they do where the bar goes over the people's eyes and yeah. just randomly take pictures of people on the street. Mm -hmm. So there was a, a, a picture like with the bar over my eyes on my actual face, but I was also wearing a tank top of my face. <laughs> so there was bars over the eyes on my tank top, oh my God. which was funny. And I was like, okay, this is, that's funny. That's hilarious. Because I was doing that obviously as a joke, like yeah. I, you know, but it was also 2007. So it was, you know, kind of, it was early for that kind of self-referential, um, uh, self-deprecating, yeah. um, kind of humorous, playful way of dressing. Like that wasn't really, mm -hmm. uh, that wasn't happening yet. And in fact, even when Gaga first came out, she had to take her whole persona very seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, even though, you know, it was stuff that we would, you know, kind of joke about sometimes uh, before that, th that, that kind of allowing there to be any sort of humor involved mm -hmm. wouldn't have just, it wasn't something that people understood. Right still really kind of isn't but i think like miley cyrus sort of gets away with 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 um kind of making fun of herself yeah. um fashion and stuff like that like th moments have happened but even still when it happens it's like i think people go oh that's such a you know a bold artistic choice but it's like no this is a funny joke i'm wearing a tank top with my face on it <laughs> yeah statement i'm literally going this is idiotic right you know so that was a that was a weird time but i mean it was it was a couple years like later so it, it went from being on these like sites where people were commenting saying i want to kill that guy like Damn. you know he thinks he's so cool like mm -hmm. blah 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 like literally I hate myself. We all hate me. <laughs> Don't right. worry. It's like, this is, but, um, you know, I, I would, I would get, people would just, cause the picture would get posted somewhere. Someone, people would just tag me on like Facebook and stuff. Yeah. 
and I would end up like looking and going, oh, who's using the picture now and having to read. That's when I, before I had the rule not to ever read comments, I would read and go like, see all the ways that people wanted to like murder me and what they thought that I should, what should happen to me and all these horrible things. Yeah. And then it became like cool to look like me. Mm -hmm. And then it was totally mainstream. Right. And it was, it was absorbed into, like it went from, from being like uh, awful to ironic to mm -hmm. cool yes. to just like boring. Right. And that's where we're at now. It's like, I see people, you know, just I, the, 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 the company that I buy my cheap glasses from, you know, the yeah. online that, that I just like order my, my, you know, it's like everything's an aviator. I have to like look through everything to find <laughs> not the aviator glasses. Yeah. Like I can't do this anymore. You know, I did, it's been, I did that for so long. I had to move on. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm at an age now where I feel like it's time to clean yeah. myself a little bit. <laughs> I feel that I'm getting, I'm kind of figuring out where I am in my like, journey right now because i do i don't I, f I feel like for me i live in such a it's like a small town it's a college town and there are people who live like in the town who are um who are like in the scene and like hang out downtown and we have a few little bars that we go to or whatever but like sometimes i just like like right now i'm into these like seven inch platform boots like i love wearing this like they're just so much fun to wear out but oh. also mixed with like this I've been in the house for like eight months. So like, it's kind of like not loungewear, but like dressed up loungewear and like weird pieces. Like, you know, just embracing the chaotic, like craziness that we're all in. Like everyone's exhausted. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, of course. We're exhausted by having done nothing for so long. <laughs> We've been we don't have any, nobody has any endurance anymore. I mean, the great thing about the seven inch platforms is that you have a stage right. everywhere you go. You're literally on a stage and that's, never a bad idea right and you really don't want to be seen if <laughs> you want to be not if you want to <laughs> but i i do love that um i for for a solid um year i would show up um regularly in boxer shorts and a um a robe yeah a um green robe and it was um a lot of times um, I was on tour with semi-precious weapons at the time and Justin would have to be like, no, you don't like he, it's, a, <laughs> it's art. Yeah. You have to yeah. just let him in. You right. know what I mean? Cause we would yeah. try to go eat at a restaurant, you know, and they'd be like, <laughs> you literally have to wear clothes. <laughs> like you can't uh, so put in here in your underwear. But um, I'm, you know, I'm that friend wears, uh, would would wear a bra and panties. That's and what a, I'm saying. Back at all the time, and so sometimes the standards we would just get. You know, it, it's like I have to remember. Literally, nobody knows who I am. There's right. no reference point for a man doing this. So mm -hmm. we throw on like a sweatshirt or something. Right. Least, you know. So, but yeah. That was that. I, I fully support that. I love that look. Thank you. Well, it's evolving. I mean, I try to be a little bit conscious, and I definitely like have references, and you know, that's why I love Instagram a lot because it's like a really good point for indie designers and all these like amazing makers that can interact. And it's not about well, okay, brings me back to like quarantine, right? Like our social interaction has been so I don't know condensed. I guess and it's like uh -huh. very hard to network and meet new people. So it's been awesome. Like, albeit the area that I live in is not as progressively like there artistically is like where I feel like I am. It's, it's far, you know, just not to toot my own horn, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's I a little do. bit conservative. Oh. So it's like, for me, it's been awesome to connect with people who don't necessarily live around me, but like who live wherever and are just making badass work. Miracle of, of yes. social media and, and something that was not uh, available to me um, you know, when, when I was younger, I mean, I was already working with Lady Starlight when, um, <laughs> when Friendster came out. <laughs> wow. 
So when you're Friends really came it. out, we were like, oh, we've got to get on Friends server because you're gonna, yeah. we're, we're gonna get people to come to our parties through this thing. We, you know, she's the one that told, she was like, you have to make a Friendster account because it's yeah, a way yeah. for us to promote our parties. And so I was like, okay, so I made that. And then she was like, um, oh, everyone's doing MySpace now. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I joined MySpace and then uh, Facebook. Um, it's hard to believe that Facebook was ever cool, but it, it was. I <laughs> yeah. <guess>. It <laughs> never looked cool. You could never really do anything cool on it. It was right. always depressing but it was the way that everybody communicated for a while yeah, and then definitely. twitter came out and instagram and you know here we tiktok are. And try. Yeah. It's so sad to see an old man like me on tiktok lip-syncing i'm like if i see <laughs> another grown man lip-sync to a child's voice i'm gonna lose my mind and and i'm gonna start saying it in the comments i'm I sorry know. i've got to tell people about themselves because <laughs> Stop the insanity. I don't want to see how your lips move the way that you think a little child's lips move when they say something cute. Let's elevate the content. Stop (laughs) it. Put the phone down and go outside and play with your actual children and not listening to other people's little kids. A message from Breedlove. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, so social media now is like, you've, you've got something for everyone. Yeah. It's a platform for, for everything. And uh, it's, it's great to see people connecting from all over the world. And it was incredible to be a part of uh, uh, something that happened where there was a fan base and people yeah. were meeting each other and they've gotten married and they've like, people are having kids and they, you know, they all met through, the little monster community. Huh. It's a it's a whole thing. Like it's really insane. Just the magnitude of the force that is like the team that we're, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like oh, everything is insane. It's just like, yeah. it's amazing. She has the coolest, like, I'm sorry to everybody else, but she has the coolest fans. And I know everybody's fans of other people too, but like the way that she brought together this particular group of people, right? everybody is, every is like the best of ever like everybody's the most amazing designers it's like yes if it if they're drag queens like they've all been on drag race and they won mm-hmm. and they like it's like <laughs> like aquaria the day i yeah. remember the day that like i i went to follow aquaria on instagram and she was already following me and i was like <laughs> what yeah what's, what's going on and then i saw her at the apollo you know last year when when gaga did the show and yeah. last June at, at the apollo and uh i chufu and i went and um aquaria sang new york city rooftop to wow. me wow oh my god oh my god <laughs> that's fucking insane like, okay this is the best and like um uh sam uh smith Wow. Sam Smith was was a was a huge Gaga and a huge uh, semi precious weapons fan. Oh yeah, dude. I, Love I, I mean, all of all of everybody, all of you are so cool. That yeah. I'm like, oh gosh. Well, it's I'm, you're. I mean, you're <laughs> you're cooler than I was when. Okay, when I was that age. Okay, well, I'm. Thank you for liking me, but if you knew the reality of. I think you're actually just a lot cooler than me. I don't even think it's that. I think it's like, well, yeah, I think yeah. you have to, for me, my experience with that has been really interesting because I think what I was introduced to like from Gaga and from like the community surrounding is like things that I would never got before, right? Like I would never bought a V magazine if it not were for Gaga. I would never have known who Alexander McQueen was or all of these amazing designers, like Mario Testino, like all of these amazing photographers and like the... It, I think it brought me to something that it was like a really good bridge for me to see a realm that had existed of like pop culture, fashion, and high art that like it's, it's there. It's not, it was not where I grew up, especially not. And I think that's, what's cool about Gaga is that she's like brought the, for like, like the art to pop, like what art pop is kind of about, like that she bridged that gap for a lot of people. Absolutely. And, and, and they're, they're, that's, it's not a mistake that that album was called that or that that concept was discussed. I mean, it's, you know, that, that is, 
that you know there's 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 art rock and there's art right. rock bands that we love and you know sparks is one of my favorite bands of all times at, at time and and their genre you know they call art rock and yeah. um and and there hadn't been a genre called art pop and it just is but there was pop art everything about it was just yeah. so smart and clicked together and and um uh it it was a perfect little little moment and i'm glad to see um that in you know retrospect people are really appreciating that era so much now right and in the last couple of years people it, it really for whatever reason had time to uh to marinate or you know people were ready for it or whatever right. it is but uh that album and that show i mean i'm sad people can't revisit the 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 show because it was that show was incredible <laughs> yes. but the, the album is so uh is so good i mean yeah. really it, it it's it's uh it's an incredible album and i i'm glad that people uh really have, have come to appreciate it now it's, i know it's i think sonically it's definitely it was a lot of like i think responding to what underground edm was like at that moment yeah. and you know i don't know if people were just I don't know if people were ready. Like the eye had not shifted. I think there was this big like cataclysmic event that was like high fashion, high art, like combining, right? At like 2010, 11, right? And then we have like this big explosion and sonic wave of like, I think we're starting seeing more avant-garde fashions because like obviously Gaga's working with a team of people working, finding people at CSM, all of these new avant-garde designers, bringing that to like the eye, the forefront. And then there's a like wave of that. And then, then, later we have like art pop which was like the culmination of that it was like the sound wave that followed the boom initially mm -hmm. and it was like a wrap-up of like what was happening and then we enter like joanne and a star is born era which is so much more like it's like a sigh after all of this stuff was happening all of like in so much media so much content so much change like so many like controversy so much everything's happening it was like a like a breathe in uh -huh. with those two Absolutely. and then and they were like chromatica right which i think is a definitely a definitely like a good i don't know it even like wraps up past like it's like a book in to art pop i think in a way that's like same kind of like very electronic -y, very like hitting like every beat is like a snap you wow. know and there's a lot of dance influence and right. yeah so i think it's cool to see how she's very self-referential how her team is so in tune with like everything and how she, I love that she like works with people who love what she does. Do you see? Uh, it's hundred percent. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, everybody is invested in a way that you couldn't pay someone to be right invested that much. You know, there's no amount of money you could pay someone to get them to care the way that that everybody in her life cares, and it's just total respect for how hard she works yeah because uh, there's nobody that works like, i i know everybody says that oh there's so hard working and blah 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 and and that's probably true i'm sure there are many people who who work the way that she does maybe i right. don't know those people right. all i can tell you is i would drop dead if i if i worked like she did she has a supernatural um energy and uh, a way of inspiring other people to rise to the occasion around her yeah. and really uh, match and and uh match and exceed that in their particular corner of that universe so mm -hmm. i um it's very it's always very inspiring the times that i've been on tour because then you get to just kind of exist in that um energy full time and it's also you know in those times that's my life is is yeah. is is doing that you right. know that's my whole purpose for living in the, in those moments and um that always feels great just to 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 be absorbed in and contributing to that energy um, yeah. feels uh feels great and and feels like i have a lot of purpose in those times so right 
That's always and it cool. probably it probably like feeds you into like what you're doing outside of that too, right? Because I love I love you and Chufu's like relationship. The more that I did more like research into you and kind of like what you've been up to, I realized it's it's ideal. Like that's something that I would like. I was like, because I am visually like artistic, but I like to write. And I'm trying to do the music because I think if I like put a little bit of music out there that I produce and maybe I'll meet up with somebody who's like, oh, this person's like has effort. They're putting in time and energy and they'll want to connect and collaborate maybe whatever. But, you know, putting that kind of idea out in the inner, like in the energy into the field. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought it was really cool that you guys like work together and that you guys are able to like, you can be you and like be funky and be like artistic. And then he like, in like your relationship is just so neat. And then you've done like the quarantine review. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. a, it's epic. We, we have like, so I'm the like, okay, so back to the band Sparks, if, mm -hmm. if which I, I know you probably don't know who they are, but you should get into them because they're so fabulous. They're brothers, Ron and Russell male. So I am definitely the Russell. Chufu is definitely the Ron. Ron okay. sits at the keyboard in their band and rolls his eyes the whole time. And Chufu doesn't do like theirs is a theatrical choice. For yeah, Ron always be annoyed by Russell's antics. <laughs> yeah, but it is that kind of idea where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm the kooky wacky one, and he's like, okay, Breed, I love you. Like mm -hmm. whatever, you know, whatever you need to do. Yeah, but we have the same birthday. Oh, cool. We're actually a lot more similar. Chufu and I share the birthday December 12th, which is why our record label is called 1212. And we, oh. you know, we talk, we send screenshots whenever we look down at our phone and it's 1212, you know, we always <laughs> nice. send it to each other. Yeah. But um, th yeah, it, 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 it is a weird, interesting cosmic thing. We're like opposites, but like also exactly the same. Right. It's totally the, that, you know, what you said about putting something out, you have to put something out there right. for people to get any kind of idea of like who you are or what you're about or, you know, what your style is or whatever. Right. And um, until somebody has something to see, you know, you can, you can explain stuff, but everybody can like describe it. Right. Like you, you really have to show people. And I had an entire album pretty much completed that I produced myself. A lot of the songs Chufu and I redid um, together, mm -hmm. uh, including Okay By Me, Love on the Telephone, Me and the Boys. Those were all on my original, you know, what I refer to as my demos that I produced yeah. um, in Bushwick with um, Boris Skalski back in like 2007, eight. Okay. And um, those were the tunes that, I would perform at the very original Magic Monday live shows at St. Jerome's, the original St. Jerome's. And um, that's where Chufu actually came and saw me for the first time and, and said, you know, we should collaborate on a song. You know, what are you, you yeah. know? And then I, I was, I'm really into like astrology and stuff. I was mm -hmm. like, what's your birthday? What's your sign? And you know, he's like, uh, December 12th. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's nuts <sighs> will you marry me <laughs> uh, let's 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 get music married right definitely and and we we did one song together we did never had um and released it and it you know people liked it and and mm -hmm. we ended up doing you know that whole first album together so it really is true you can't uh, people will write me and be like, I'm so frustrated. I'm so creative. I know I need someone to do this. And then right. I'm like, okay, well, what, you know, what do you have that I can listen to? What do you have? Let me see something. Let me, you know, whatever. And, and they're like, well, I don't have anything. And it's just really hard and it's expensive. And I'm like, okay, well, I was on unemployment when I <laughs> self-produced my first yeah. thing. Every time I would get a sad little $300 check, $200 of that would go to a, a musician that I would hire to, you know, play uh, something on one song. And I right. that gradually over the course of years. And that's the only way that I got to work because people think, oh, you're friends with Lady Gaga. Like you have every door. I have the same doors open to me that everybody else does. Trust me. Right. Nobody's, right. <laughs> nobody, you know, I'm, I'm not like, you know, I, 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 
if, if that were the case, I'd probably be somewhere else in my career. And I love where I am and I'm not, but I'm saying like, you know, right. it would be is, a difference. Right. And, yeah. and, and so I have worked very, very hard, like a crazy person to get to the point where Chu, somebody like Chu Fu wanted to work with me and it, yeah. it, I had to prove myself. And, um, and, and now ever since we started working together, he and I have been proving ourselves together, regardless right. of what our bios say, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it every day is, is a, a, a fresh opportunity to, to prove ourselves to, to a new group of people. So everything is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about hard work and nothing will ever be given to you, um, easily. And, <laughs> and you, you just have to find it within yourself, the energy to, to get up and do it. Even if yeah. it doesn't seem like some days there's an actual tangible reason to, uh, to do the work. You have right. to have, have faith that, that it will pay off at some point. Right. I mean, and yeah, I mean, the thing is like yesterday I was talking to my friend Ariana and we were talking about okay. how <laughs> I would, <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking, yeah, me and Ari, we're just having a conversation and we were just talking about like how we, there's a person that we know locally who's very successful and, but they're not very nice in like attitude way. And so we were just, she was just saying that like, she'd known this person for a long time. And ever since she'd known them that they'd be, they were successful. And, um, but she has, she's an artist as well. And she does like fabrics and textiles. And we just had a kind of, we kind of came to a conclusion that like, for us, we enjoy a little bit of like struggle because it really pushes us creatively. And for me, definitely like wanting to do a lot of different stuff, not having a big budget. It really is good to have, for me, I found it to have those constraints of just being able to like figure out how to do it. I like to be able to do a little bit of everything too. So if I can do it on my own and like bring it to somebody who wants to work, then like, then I'm, I can't imagine like what that next level is going to be like, because it, it's bound to be something amazing. I, I believe that things will happen. And I even, you know, I am somebody who likes to work within the, um, the construct of a budget. And yeah. I, I, I think that, um, in certain circumstances, it's been great for people to have an unlimited budget, but, but even with Gaga, I mean, some of the things that I've been most amazed by in, in her shows, you know, I'm like, girl, like where did, how did that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and then you find out what, what it is and it's like, oh, yeah, I, we, we could have done that. We would have had to save our money for a while, but <laughs> yeah. we could have, we could have right. pulled that off in a nightclub in 2007 in Bushwick and mm -hmm. three people would have been there and we would have like <laughs> yes. made each other fall on the floor dead of excitement. You yeah. Know? And, and now it's in an arena. Yeah. So it, it um, yeah, I think it, it, it it's really, um, the best thing that can happen for, for some young artists is really, uh, you know, that whole mother of invention thing mm -hmm. just that, you know, you, 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 the necessity and the lack of a budget forces you to really, uh, invent interesting ways to pull off ideas. And, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the, the important thing is to have the idea and to execute it and not just have it be in a notebook. And, you know, you, you've got to like right. pick a play. Like there have been times when I've been like, oh, I've got this idea and I really want to do it, but I want to save it for something. And then yeah. like, you know, mm -hmm. just, just do it and, and do it at your local, you know, whatever variety show night or, <laughs> yeah. you know, when things happen again live, yeah. but, you know, don't save it for some far away time. Cause either the the moment will pass and you'll be over it or, mm -hmm. um, you'll, uh, or that, it, that's probably just it. Like you'll, yeah. you'll, you just won't care anymore and you'll just never do it. Right. So I would just get it out of your system and, um, the 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 best case scenario is that it's like amazing and you have this 
like whatever it is to do right. places again, you know, <laughs> yeah. so my, my, one of my regrets is I always wanted to have my, you know how I have the telephone from Love on the, do you remember how that before you saw me, the era when I saw the, the long hair and the glasses and everything, I mean, I still had long hair when you saw me, but right. I have this, I have it right over here, the, the rotary telephone and I would okay. say telephone. <laughs> and I had this idea that I was gonna, um, and I got parts of it done I, I have one of these banners uh, that's my face that, uh -huh. that um, a cool picture that Tom Kerr, a, a really talented Australian photographer took of me as a, as a, um, a, a happy clown, yeah. a smiley face, but I'm okay. actually really sad. Yeah. I love that and picture. So it's I wanted to have my telephone. I wanted to like do a mold of it and make it out of some material that would like easily shatter like a, yeah ceramic or something right. cheap you know that i could that i could make pretty easily or yeah. figure out or you know whatever and so i would i would do the song and at the button of the song i would throw my telephone at my my six foot by six foot banner of my face behind yeah. and that my phone would shatter on it and like cloud of like Fabulous. dust happen against yes. it and you just see it and then there would be a blackout wow so that's my that's, that's a regret awesome. that's a regret i would have liked to have and i could have done it you wow. know what i mean yeah i yeah. I, I could have figured that out like those are things you you think oh that what are you you're gonna sit like make a mold of your yes yeah <laughs> gems i've glued by hand onto sweatshirts I glued, I did, I, I, I did a, 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 the, the baby blue one that ended up getting knocked off by Pat Fields, a designer, um, came up to me at the gray ant, um, fashion show and was yeah. like, Oh my God, I love your sweatshirt. How did you do this? And I was like, gem tack on my fingertips. Yeah. I just stood, I, I put a card table in my bedroom and I literally right. stood there for, 24 hours and glued every single one of these on and she's like wow and then people started sending me pictures from pat fields the store yeah. of like a baby blue sweatshirt with clear gems mine were heart-shaped gems but yeah she put like regular little round gems on anyway <laughs> if you can if you have the idea you can figure out a way to pull it off i could have made some kind of paper mache or ceramic or something right version of my phone and done that and i just never did so that is i have very few regrets in life but that's that is, that is a regret well maybe you can like reference it in the future one day <laughs> yeah, I, will. I love that um i do want to ask you about how it was working with um born brave and born the way foundation and all that jazz like so it pivotal it was, it was, it was pivotal. I mean, it was pivotal for me. Yeah. Right? Definitely an important um, moment in, in, in my life. And what's so funny is, um, you know, you, you, uh, my experience in life is that you go through something hard, you survive it, you get to the other side, you have like a really good run where life is easy. And you're like, whew, I'm so glad I got through that. Thank you, God, for getting me through that. And, you know, or universe or, you know, whatever yeah. you believe in. And, and uh, then there is a time where it's just sort of like, then it maybe you're not like, feeling euphorically happy, but then you just feel like pretty stable. And then it kind of starts over again and the shit mm -hmm. hits the fan. And so what was amazing is I had a few of those cycles before Born Brave that made me uh, equipped to, and, and Gaga knew that. And that's why she asked me to be the ambassador on the born brave bus tour was because um you know she knew that i'd survived some stuff and yeah. that you know i i would be able to understand the youth that would be attracted to an event like this and mm -hmm. i would be equipped to talk to them about it and and be inspiring because i myself had had overcome um some of these or a lot of these uh issues what is 
crazy is that I experienced the worst time after it. So here I was like being this supposed like it gets yeah. better figure kind of in people's lives. And then I like a number of years after that end up probably, I guess it, well, at that time things happened very quickly, yeah. <laughs> all, all packed together. Yeah, so it was yeah. two years later, actually, that after that, that I started um, having a really difficult time, but it, you know, it, it feels like, um, it feels like it was much longer, but it was actually two years. So about 2015, I started experiencing really extreme obsessive suicidal ideation, mm. uh, these uh, cyclical thoughts of mm. um, literally I could hear a voice in my head saying, you know, telling me to kill myself wow. in a really specific, you know, telling me specifically to hang myself. Wow. And I, um, I sat with that for a long time and, and didn't tell anyone because I was scared. I was like, am I schizophrenic or something? Am I going to be like thrown in, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. you know, American horror story. I know the asylum season really screwed me up because yeah. I was like, Whoa, she is in there and they can do whatever they want. And yeah, you know. for sure. Luckily, I had the courage to talk to my mom about it. And, you know, she was she was the one that was like, just tell your psychiatrist. This is like why yeah. you have a psychiatrist. And yeah. Um, but what is amazing is that um, you know, I I have reconnected now with the Born This Way Foundation in a new way. Cause I'd say there was probably a, a good period of time in there where I had to really focus on my own um mental health yeah and I, I wasn't um any longer <laughs> equipped after after being right. fully able to be an open uh vessel and and just completely of service to to people and, and with with their needs suddenly i was in a crisis and uh i i really had to to take my take care of myself and, and get myself back on track but i literally just had a had a great Zoom meeting with Cynthia and talked about um, you know getting involved again and and now sharing this part of the story. So it's yeah. crazy to me how I can be the same person. You know, I, I was I was available to help at one point. I had to pull myself out of that in order to help myself back out of out of um, out of danger. And and mm -hmm. now I'm back and I can help people again. And you know yeah. I'm like what's going to be next? <laughs> what could possibly, what well, I guess yeah, it's, so you know, right. that, like, it, it could always be something, but I, I, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm back in the place where I feel uh, incredible about life. I'm five years sober. I'm awesome. vegan. Yeah. I, um, I'm, uh, you know, I don't think about killing myself. I'm, I'm happy. I, um, I'm in Florida, which is a little weird, but I, you know, I, 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 I've lived in 20, for 20 years in New York city. Um, I have been the makeup supervisor for the Broadway musical wicked for the last 11 years. And, and that's closed. So I don't have right. um, a regular job in New York city. I, I don't have the ability to perform in New York city. So it, for my own, health this year i made the choice to move someplace um where the weather would stay in the upbeat realm yeah for my seasonal effectiveness disorder and um you know so it's just a weird year for everyone definitely and, and, and i'm not saying oh yeah i'm 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 all about the fact that I, that I moved out of New York city or that, you know, people should be doing that or anything. It's just right. what, what happened for me. And, and, you know, it's just another bizarre result of 2020. <laughs> yes. that I'm, I'm, I live in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> hey, it's nice so, there. <laughs> it's nice. Everybody goes, what? 
But like, yeah, I literally can see Spaceship Earth in Epcot <laughs> from my bed. I'm just like out your window. I can see it, it through my window from my bed. That's a, a big difference in landmark that you could probably used to see, right? Oh, you think I had a view in my apartment in New York? I was the, <laughs> of the window of the the building <laughs> across the way. Oh you know, yeah. on the other side of my, you know, not across. The, I was in the back of the building on the first floor. Um, so I had zero sunlight and I looked into a bunch of other people's windows. Yeah, that's very fun. They looked into mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's cool. I, I mean, thanks for being so open about it. Like, because I've definitely, I don't know, this year has just been strange. I think for me, um, I was going through like a rough patch as well. And then I actually like cut my foot with a knife. So I had to have my big toe like ligament reattached. So I couldn't walk for like two months. Wait, on purpose? No, 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 no. Oh, like, oh. Uh, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you could ask. I guess. But no, no purpose. I accidentally dropped a knife when I was cooking. Oh, it's just clumsy. Oh, you know what? That's an important story for me to hear because I cook a lot. And sometimes I get sloppy with my knife or be careful. See, it's real. And I needed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry that happened to you, but see, this is the power of sharing. It is. Is that I really needed to hear that today to be reminded, slow down. Yeah. Just take a break. That's it's exactly really right. not going to, you're not going to get to the, to the finished product <laughs> any faster. No. None. You're going to end up just slipping. I, I do have little, I have burns. Mm -hmm. I have a burn oh, I right there. I have, I, I, I tend to go straight on a lot. Uh -huh. So I'll get like, just kind of annoying. Like mix. Fingertip, uh, yeah. you know, little cuts and stuff, but they're pretty deep. And, and so, cause I, I like to make, you know, I say it again, I'm vegan. And, and one of the things that I like making is like for a dessert kind of thing is like a fruit crumble mm. I enjoy making. And I make them with different, a variety of different fruits because I get a delivery every week from Misfit Market. Cool. Just I've heard like, of them. Yeah, it's like ugly fruit and vegetables that other people don't want or things that are close to being expired. Yeah. As long as you just cook it that week, everything's great. And um, I love it. And it's really easy for me. I don't have to go to the grocery store. Right. But, um, I will, you know, apple peeling is sketchy and I need to get a peeler. Yeah. Honestly, it's time to break down and buy a peeler because I, I do slip and sometimes I'll be thinking about something else and it, I'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Blood is pouring from my thumb. It was like, Everywhere. what are you freaking thinking? That could have been really bad. So mm -hmm. sorry. I, I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, it's a very relatable. <laughs> Thank you. Very it relatable. Yes. It is like everybody's worst fear. Like a little bit. They're like, oh my God. Like it happens. It happened. It happened. It did. It happened. You, you took one for the team. I did. I, that, <laughs> that cosmic lashing, but yeah. truly like, it was interesting. It was such an, like, it was just a huge like shift that like shook me out of the like craziness and the depression and everything else that I was in. So then like that happens. I saw an interview that I was just like, so enthralled with, I think it was probably Oprah. Oh, uh, also reading a lot of Brene Brown, who's a really good um, oh. therapist. Oh yeah. So after reading these and like I read a book about conversation, I was like, I'm going to start the podcast and it's been going well. It's not, I was talking to my friend um, Kay and I was like, you know, it's just like, I'm so used to doing visual things and this takes a lot of like work. And so I'm like a little, I'm like itching a little bit. I'm like, I need to make something <laughs> visual, but you know, I think it's good to shift it up and oh, to like yeah. get out of like the cycle of just doing the same thing and like working on something. And then, you know, I mean, I do make a lot of stuff. I'm pretty like, I don't know. I like to like be busy, you know, but what I've learned, especially after having conversations like these is that people, a lot of people are, they, when they slow down and focus, it's like, that's when things start to open up for a lot of people. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I, it, uh, you know, chaos 
is, is not often rewarded by the right. universe. And um, it seems like it kind of is lately, but it, it, it isn't the way I've experienced life to work for any length of time or right. for, for anything that results in any kind of lasting, um, you know, result. Definitely. So I think what we're experiencing now is unfortunately people burning themselves out mm -hmm. and, and it's just taken longer than I've, I've been accustomed to, but, but, you know, that's always been my thing when people are like, Oh, I've, there's this crazy person at work and they're coming after me. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just don't bait them. Don't right. fuel the fire. Just let them burn themselves out and watch, you know, watch it happen. Cause right. people always burn themselves out and, and, and are gone yeah. you know, uh, from, from your workplace or from, from your little corner of the sky. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's that that's that kind of chaos you know that that chaos energy like it 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 might attract attention for a while and people might think it's interesting or has merit or something mm -hmm. um but in the long run that's not what people who actually do real things in the world <laughs> want around them right you know so yeah. that that um taking a take being a person who's a grounding energy that um you know it's people people recognize even if they're not conscious of exactly what it is they they know that it feels good to be around you and that's right. um really important and and keeps keeps people bringing you back into situations that are ultimately you know beneficial for you but but that's not the reason to 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 do that or be right. that way you know but um definitely it's it's important to be to, to to sometimes you need to have a have a reminder to slow down yeah <laughs> a big one okay. yeah definitely i mean i i believe in like universal signs i lived abroad for a year in China. Like I've kind of been, um, I've seen a lot, like, I thought I had to go away for a while. So I like went to the other side of the world and then, but it was good, honestly, because in that time I like incubated and had a lot of time to like figure out, like it was just one of those slow down times. Right. And then yeah. come back, try to get everything settled. And so it's, it was good. And I think that like, if you listen to what the universe says, or like, you know, you can follow, follow your bliss essentially, but like no, know what you're trying to be told you know i feel like that's also a big thing like listen to what's being told and don't fight where your where your path where your stream flows absolutely absolutely it's um yeah people will have a tendency to think oh i've got to make a move i've got to do something now i've got to you know but but taking the time to really ask the universe you know where where will the where will I find the most joy, like right. true, authentic peace, Definitely. not just uh, cheap thrills. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's true. Not, but, but I mean, it's, you know, there, there is, um, there, there's a difference between the kinds of, of contentment, you know, one can, one can experience. And, and I used to, you know, kind of cheaper, um, uh, thrills or, or, or less, uh, substantial sort yeah. of, um, things were, were important to me, you know? Yeah. And, and now I'm like, no, tell me what will really make me feel content and, and, and being in an apartment in Orlando, Florida is the result of, of my most recent soul searching that, that, you know, I did when quarantine first started yeah. And I, I went to Oregon, to the Oregon coast with my dad for four months. And I just walked on the beach for, you know, six miles a day. So wow. a, a lot of times I'd be the only person out there. And, uh, and, and this is, this is what 
the results of that was, and I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm very content. And, and, and I am so far from any kind of action. Not that right. there's action to be had, but there kind of is. I see there's yeah. stuff going on in New York. People are going and doing stuff. There was like some Bushwig activity that looked really cool. And I, yeah. and I see it and I go, I am so happy that that's happening for those people and they mm -hmm. feel good and they're able to enjoy something in the middle of this time and feel some happiness. Yeah. And, and contentment in the middle of everything that's going on because I feel that too here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so it's just different for everyone. And, and it's always the case that people need to find some kind of happiness in the crazy world yeah. right now. If you can find any kind of contentment, yes. you are a genius Yeah, you need to like go for that. Truly. So, so I'm, I'm all about like, I don't know what the answer is for you or for, you know, for, for anyone sure. you have to find that on your own, only, you know, where the hope is and right. follow it. But, um, I support anyone's anything. Right. Now, whatever yeah. it is that whatever gets you through the night as the song goes. Right. It's just important that we like keep connect like keep connecting keep supporting each other and like celebrate the whatever's happening you know what i'm saying like yes it's hard it's hard to do stuff it's hard to make stuff it's hard to get in it and it's hard to like do it when you don't have to amen yeah so amen. shout out <laughs> shout out to anyone creating and to people who are like figuring it out right now and not creating and and right. you know they're they're just trying to decide what to do next. And, and that's, that's great too. I just, you know, searching, seeking out and, and keeping yourself balanced and trying to find contentment is, you know, it's, it's, it's our number one job right now, other than voting. Right. <laughs> like literally one job right now is voting. And then everything else is like, yes, find your bliss girl. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> November 3rd and then after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Well, I appreciate your time and thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. Awesome. We'll I stay in touch. talking to you. Okay. You're very good at this. <laughs> this is a very good show. Thank you. It's I, I'm happy to hear you say that. It's getting there. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's, been, it's been great. I've, been ha I've had so many amazing people like come on and be so open. So... It's just, that, I'm very fortunate. Awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. Good. Really good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I will, uh, I will talk to you soon. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. I'll speak to you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of What's Cool, an exploration of learning and connecting through our passions. Would you like to get in contact with us about your passions? Do you know someone who'd be a great guest for the show? send us an email at whatscoolpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at whatscoolpod or on Facebook by searching What's Cool Podcast.